0: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is The Joe Pomp Show. The final major of the 2022 golf season has arrived, with the 150th Open Championship teeing off today at St. Andrews in Scotland. So today's podcast breaks down the $250 million details behind the event, including how you can get a ticket and sleeping arrangements for less than $500. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. But before we get into it, let's quickly run through today's sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Whoop, I've been wearing a Whoop for several years now, and it has made a massive difference in my life. It's the only tech product that I wear 24-7, so it's pretty cool to see people like Patrick Mahomes, Rory McIlroy, Michael Phelps, and Justin Bieber wearing one also. Whoop automatically measures your respiratory rate, oxygen level, resting heart rate, heart rate variability, calories, and activity levels throughout the day. Sure, it might sound complex, but Whoop interprets the data for you, so it's easy to digest and actionable. And now, Their 4.0 is officially back in stock and shipping in real time. But here's the best part. Whoop is offering my listeners 15% off their Whoop 4.0 right now with the code Joe at checkout. So go to Whoop, W-H-O-O-P dot com and enter Joe at checkout to save 15%. Sleep better, recover faster, train smarter, and nap. Feel healthier with Whoop. Next up is 8sleep. 8sleep has dramatically improved my daily performance. For me, I was never able to get a good sleep because I was always too hot. But now, I am falling asleep in record time, faster than I have before, all thanks to my 8sleep Pod Pro cover. The Pod Pro cover by 8sleep is the most advanced solution on the market for thermoregulation. You can add the cover to any mattress. The temperature regulation will create the optimal sleeping environment by adjusting to each side of the bed based on personalized sleep stages, biometrics, and bedroom temperature. The results are proven to be true. 8sleep users fall asleep up to 32% faster, reduce sleep interruptions by 40%, and get overall more restful sleep. And it's not just me who sleeps on an 8sleep. The product is so good that it's garnered the attention of CEOs, Olympians, UFC champions, and even the Mercedes F1 racing team. So go to 8sleep.com Joe, that's J-O-E, for exclusive Memorial Day savings through June 6. Cool down this summer with 8sleep, now shipping within the USA, UK, Canada, and Australia. Joe Pompliano runs Pomp Investments, All views of Joe Pompliano and his guests are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion by Joe or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. All right, let's get into this episode. Let's talk about the Open Championship, the British Open, not the U.S. Open, British Open. Okay, what's uh, going on there? uh, The final major of the year for golf, and it's a big one, 150th anniversary It's at St. Andrews, the old course, really historic event. Very, very, very beautiful course. It's like the ones, I don't know if you've ever seen these, that, you know, it's like rolling grass everywhere. There's no trees, no hills, none of that kind of stuff. So it's very nice. That's a picture of it right there. That's from, I believe, the 18th green. So very, very, very nice and a lot of money into this thing. So the prize money this year has been increased to $14 million, which is a 22% increase. All these events getting a little increase in the prize money all of a sudden. They know uh, that's what the golfers care about. So 22% increase from last year, 60% increase from where the money was at in 2016. I believe that was the last time the event was held at the old course at St. Andrews. But for context, that is still 44% less than $25 million per set every live golf event. So first place, whoever wins it will take home $2.5 million, $1.45 for second, and then under a million, all the way down to about 200 k for 10th place. So still a lot of money, and obviously you win a major, which is which is super important. These are the guys that are scheduled to, or have the best odds to win, Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, John Ram, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, and the list goes on tiger is not up there he's about i believe he's like 40th or 50th in the odds right now but he's been there for a week playing but the numbers are pretty interesting so for the people that don't know basically the the open is the european kind of version of the open that we have here it's the fourth major on the on the schedule and it rotates between 10 different venues so this is one of the 10 venues and it rotates every few yeah so they don't play the same course and they rotate it right so it's been at a few different courses and now it's back at St. Andrews, it'll be at Royal Liverpool and then Royal Troon in 2023 and 2024. But this is interesting because obviously there's a lot of money that goes into this. So last year is probably the easiest one to look at, just given kind of how close it was relative to previous years. And they claim that Kent, England, which is where the tournament was held, Brought in about 150 million dollars in total economic value for that area just by having the tournament there. That counts hotels, that counts food, beverages, tickets, merchandise, all that kind of stuff, right? Like just what people are buying in the area. 150 million dollars. But the interesting part about that is that they only had 128 thousand fans there out of the normal 210 thousand plus, right? So limited capacity due to COVID. This is really the first one that they're really going to be back for all in. They're expecting upwards of 230 or 250 thousand people. Some reports are even saying closer to three hundred thousand people could be in attendance this weekend or this week, which is a crazy number and would mean that their economic value for this tournament is two hundred and fifty million dollars. So I do think that part is interesting, but there's also a couple other things. So tickets, I think, usually get kind of a lot of the limelight in this situation because in some cases, how expensive they can be. But for the open championship, the original price, so primary market tickets, there's a raffle, there's kind of all that that goes into it. But you can buy them for basically hundred dollars for adults. for youth age 16 to 24, and it's free for under 16, right? So you don't have to pay a fee. So this is obviously a pretty good priced event for a major championship, but then they go on the secondary market and obviously people get priced out, right? So they can be $2,000 or even upwards of that, depending on kind of what tickets you buy for what days, et cetera. And we see this with the masters, right? The masters does something similar where they don't necessarily try to maximize value. Like if you just went on the open market and and you said, Hey, look, we're going to Price at $500. They would still sell out. They sell them for less than that, and then people resell them and do all that. They want to make it more fair through the lottery system. So this follows a similar format. A couple other things are the TV money. So 100 million people watch this tournament globally every year, and just in the U.S., NBC Sports pays them $50 million a year to broadcast the event, all four rounds, which is a pretty substantial amount. It's it's more than the Masters, right? The Masters doesn't try to uh, maximize that. but $50 million? But, Yeah. That's a big number. Per year, yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't count global rights either, right? That's just here in the United States. So obviously a big line item for NBC Sports. And then the merchandise. The merchandise, there's no real number on kind of how much that they actually sell, but you could kind of back into it a little bit. The U.S. Open just sold a record 400,000 items. That counts everything from hats, T-shirts, little ball markers, all that kind of stuff, right? And the U.S. Open, they have this massive tent that they basically constructed that would house. Look at this thing. I mean, like that's 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 the front. So so they construct this tent and basically it could house thousands of people inside of it. It's so big. Look at this thing. (sighs) They're selling some merch. If you're building that thing, (laughs) this thing is massive, right? And they literally built it specifically for this. So if you got a shop that big, you're, you're certainly selling some merchandise. But my favorite part is the housing accommodation. All right. Right. So you go to Augusta, you go somewhere like that. You got to get a hotel room or you got to get a house basically. Right. And at most of these events, hotel rooms are at least a few hundred dollars, if not a thousand dollars or more, depending on kind of where you're staying proximity wise to the venue. And houses, you get a four or five bedroom house that could be twenty, thirty thousand dollars for the week, right? Mm-hmm. So very expensive because the price is driven up not only by the golfers, but people who are doing business activity there, right? And, and advertisers. So that's obviously a, lo- a huge line item for a lot of people visiting. But the open does something interesting. They have this camping village, right? So they set up tents in this field. And anyone can go to it. I, I think you have to apply, but the fee is really, really, really low. So they have these tents. They're $60 per adult. That's the field right there. It's massive. And they basically set up all these tents. And they have it so you can basically take a bus right down the street to the venue. It's very close. And you pay $60 per adult. And they're like legit tents, right? So like, that's like a home, right? Yeah, it's like
1: a a modular home. Yeah, it's like
0: they have like modular homes. And this is like the dining hall. They have drinks, they have live music, right? It's like, it's pretty legit. Yeah, it's cool. Part of the experience almost is- uh, And it's cheap, right? So if you pay 60 bucks, you're there for the whole week. That's just over $400. And you're basically right down the street. So you can stay at the venue all day long. Then you go back there, you camp, you you hang out with your friends, they're drinking, right? Hanging out, eating food. And you can share tents, right? So they have one to two person modular homes. They have four to five person tents. They have smart you know, six person tents, all of that. So that's obviously a huge part of it. And they say that under, or about 65% of the people staying in there are under the age of 25, right? So which which makes sense, right? Yeah. But obviously a good time and very cool. Yeah, see like that it's pretty nice. It's it's not, uh, you're you're not sleeping on the ground, right? So glamping. Yeah. Glamping, I think is is what they call it. So obviously a huge event, 150th anniversary. They have all the golfers there, right? Even the live guys, Phil Mickelson declined to go to the past champions dinner last night. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, the, the media treats some of these guys and how it goes over the week. But Big event, big money event. Obviously, big for the people that are running it, the the event organizers, but also the city. You know, they could make two hundred fifty million dollars in value <laughs> off of everything this weekend: food, beverages, advertising, all that kind of stuff. That is such big money. It's huge tournament, yeah. And there's only four a year, right? Who's so, gonna win? I don't know. I just showed you the odds. <laughs> Not who do you think is gonna win? I don't know. I like Will Torres. You know who he is? No, I don't. I don't know if he's going to win, but he come, he's come in like second or third, basically in like every major so far this year, uh, but not he's a, first. He's a young kid and he's a very good player, and you know, pretty sad to see him. Basically, he's gotten to playoffs. He went to a playoff at the U.S. Open. He was down to the wire at Augusta, right? And he's like you know low twenties or mid twenties, so it's like kind of want to see him punch uh, it through one time. You think he could win it? Yeah, he could. I mean, he could. He's been up there every time. Listen, we'll see. Can he close? That's, that's what I want to know. That's the big deal. You can't be a winner if you can't close. Yeah, that's the big deal. He hasn't really like choked under pressure, but like, you know, some other guys have made, made shots that he didn't necessarily. Well, you his friend out, or so. something? You trying, no, like, I just you, like you, him. I you, think you trying to uh, I like seeing. Him? I like seeing young guys go up there and uh, compete with the big dogs. I like that. Is Tiger Woods playing? Yeah. You yeah. That's who you're picking? Hey, I, I ride with Champ. Well, they got good odds, so you should go <laughs> ahead yeah. you think he's going to win. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know if he's going to win, but I just he I know he can close. Yeah, they uh, I've seen uh, him rip the tiger fist pump with red yeah, on so Sunday. If he was going to
0: retire, if he was retiring, me no, no, <laughs> not, not me. I'm not retired. <laughs> yeah, he, he's instant he's not, meme. Everyone's playing it. They're like, when I don't post a podcast for a week, me no, I'm not retiring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you think he's going to retire
0: anytime soon? No, he's been, he, he said it a couple of times. He's going to basically just scale back his schedule. He has exemptions for basically every major and he'll continue to play in those. And then maybe a few other events each year. So his schedule is, is scaled back and it's a little less taxing on his body probably. But I think he'll play for a while.
1: Yeah. Can, can we just understand that in America, the average person, if you ask them to the name of a golfer, I think Tiger Woods is the only person they can name.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, he's obviously got the most mind share. He's like yeah. one of the most famous athletes, right? Born on sport said. or whatever.
1: Even today, like, but still today, if yeah. you were like, like name a name a golfer. Yeah, but
0: if you asked hundred people in, in Iowa to name who showed them a picture of Xander Shoffley, they'd be like, Who the hell is that? Right? Like they, they they don't know. It's it's obviously difficult to some degree, but most of them would know the big names, right, that have been around for a long time. But I think too, that speaks to not only Tiger's marketability, but like how long he's been doing this, how good he's been. So maybe Phil's up there, maybe a couple other guys. But it's difficult when, when, you know, the sport is now dominated by a lot of young guys, which they're trying to market and do all these things, but you have to build their brand too.
1: Last question for you. Are any live golfers playing in this? Yeah, they all are. They I mean, got all of them, but the, whoever qualified. Yeah. yeah. They're going to scrap the PGA <laughs> and live.
0: No, I just told you, Phil didn't, uh, there's a champion's dinner for all the past Nine winners. He didn't go. He said, he said, they called me, said I was invited. He said, I think it's best if I sit this one out, <laughs> which is fair, you know, fair play, whatever.
1: But, but you don't think they're going sc-
0: to, that's what I'm, I, I feel like it's boiling up and no, then there's going to be the some golfers. I think the golfers, a lot of the ones on the PGA tour, like, I don't think they really give a shit. Like, I, I think they respect it, whatever. Like you make your own decision. Mm-hmm. I think where they get angry sometimes is the guys that previously said my loyalty is with the PGA. I don't care oh, about money. And then they flip, right? So it's like, you change your mind a little bit. Okay. If you say, Hey, look, this is my reasoning. You're honest about it. Like some of these guys, Pat Perez is like, yo, I'm making a lot of cash, right? Like you get guys like that. And I think the tour players are much more receptive to that kind of behavior.
1: Somebody said Tiger Woods, is the only big name in golfing. Somebody said, or shooter McGavin <laughs> uh, is the other person people may be able to name. And then you, you better watch out. You better not go to Iowa. You pissing people off. They said, LOL, we play golf in Iowa, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know they play golf in Iowa. I'm just, I'm just I was saying. trying to name a random place. Listen, a lot of random places. It's nothing against Iowa. I'm just saying that's, uh, the, the, that's the deal. When we walk out, if we play best ball, me, Joe, John, we use a lot of my shots to get to the green. But when we get on the green, everyone gets out of the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want to tell people. All
0: right. We'll see you in two weeks. Appreciate (laughs) y'all. See you guys later. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I appreciate you listening to The Joe Pomp Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. And if you are looking for additional content, check out my daily newsletter at readhuddleup.com or follow me on Twitter, at Joe Pompliano. I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you next time.